Hey, welcome back. It's the app 868, the old things in perspectives podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm going to turn off my headphone a little bit, turn it up, turn it up, turn it up. Right. Yeah, nice. And yeah, I'm Nalo. Jude. Yeah, and we're on the inside. Yeah. Another week. Very consistent. We're here. Yeah, most consistent. Well, not only most consistent. We have a few more, more consistent than us, but we're very consistent. A few. In general. Uh, well, uh, yeah. Mm, I know so much more that more consistent, but all right. I see, I see plenty. Yeah, I see mm. a few. A few, well, yeah. boy, yeah. there's only one so, man I think more consistent than me, boy, or name more consistent, but as consistent as Corey. Saying so, um, what the numbers look like last week? You check? No, no, I, I didn't, I didn't check it. Um, well, overall, yeah, overall, you look a little decent last week. Mm-hmm. Um, not like the week before when we were top ranking, but. Yeah, we did yeah. beat people. Yeah, but it, it, it looked a little last week. Um, hey, so once again, thanks for everyone for supporting. Thanks for everybody who listening, who just go across on, on YouTube and leave their comments and whatnot. Also, shout out to the people who leave in their comments on, on TikTok as well. Um, the topic with the sex education, sees a lot of, um, a lot of comments on that topic from last week as well. You know, some people saying, you know, part of sex education could be, or it should have sex education in schools here and teaching children about good touch, bad touch. Um, make me read the thing on them properly for you, right? So I'm going to be misquoting people. You know, I think the worst thing they ever make is an Android phone, you know? <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 pardon. Yeah, Android phones... Phone and I'm weird, boy, dog, boy. Really, <laughs> really, really weird. All right, so here's some people getting and they, they were blazing. Um, there's also the, how to say no to <coughs> advances and what and what constitutes abuse. I guess I guess sex, sexual abuse. I, I think they're talking about. Um, sex education is so much more than just the mechanics and STDs. It should be about managing interpersonal relationships. And issues around gender violence. No, the is a it's kind of funny you brought up that because I didn't know he was gonna talk about Well like we was gonna talk about that, I just you know No, yeah, but yeah, it's kinda of funny you brought up that because I was I had a long conversation with my daughter this afternoon about that issue. And I'll say to that the same thing I asked her when she kinda was going down that road. To what avail? Mm. You think that what is lacking in situations where individuals might be abused by more experienced or older people. What is lacking there is ex- is education. Um, you think that someone needs to be told that being touched in a sexual manner that makes them feel uncomfortable mm. is not something good. Well, all right. So what the thing is. What I think, it, first of all, pertaining to this, I do think because when I say sex education, that means we we put in something in the classroom here that's going to be con- that's going to be consistent and continuous, right. not not just a seminar, right? Right. Not I, just, I think you could cover those things in, in a, a seminar. seminar, right? I think right. once a year, or whatever the case may be, you if could, so often, yeah, right. You could have those discussions, on right? No, but even but no, but even if we had those discussions, mm-hmm. to what end? Mm-hmm. We think that what will what is causing the issues in our society with respect to sexual abuse 
is due to a lack of education no no i don't think so because i think most of the people who 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 are victims know it's bad and people who doing it know it's bad and what what is what is problematic in this situation is most times there's most times there would be a power imbalance mm. somebody's afraid to report somebody feels uncomfortable but afraid to say something mm. they need to be if we have it in the classroom if we tell them if you feel uncomfortable say so then they will know it's okay to say so mm. I, I don't know. I mean, listen, a lot of people might hear that and think it sounds crazy to them, right? Why we don't teach the people? But I, I, keep, I keep asking the question, as I did to my daughter today, is the education system the best way to mm-hmm. address those sorts of situations? Is it that because it's not present in the, in the, in the curriculum, that it, that's why it's prevalent? Mm-hmm. Or is it that we just have awful people? Right. Right? And... <laughs> Now, elements of sex education in the United States would include, as this is for, tends to be for older individuals, as you mentioned that, would be things like consent, Mm -hmm. right? Um, That could get dicey from the perspective of what you're going to teach to young people in terms of how to handle those sorts of situations. Because those things involve value judgments, Mm -hmm. right? It involves value judgments. So who is going to decide which values we're going to attribute and disseminate? Well, the thing is, guys, um, actually I was watching something this week where they were debating and they were like, um, I think it's with P.S. Morgan self. Okay. Um, But uh, this week, or last week, probably last week, sorry. And, you know, they were saying, they were saying that, you know, now it, they have this kind of thing where men, where young boys are free to, to do nearly anything, even just right. hold a hand. Right. You understand right. what I'm because saying? Of, because of the Title IX training that's been taking place, especially yeah. in universities in the United States. Yeah. So they've made sex very mechanical and mm. contractual. And it seems like every step of a, 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 a male takes, now he has to ask, is this okay? And yeah. is this okay? In reality, how does, does, is that how sexual, how human beings engage in sexual activity? Is that, is that, is that something that's going to benefit us all? So again, that's, that's why I keep saying we have to be clear about what the curriculum is going to entail. And we have to all decide whether that is something we want to encourage in our society. And I will keep asking over and over to what end? Mm-hmm. To what end? I mean, I, I was listening to, uh, uh, podcast some years ago where they had um they were pointing out that in scandinavia in sweden in particular they had very high rates of sexual assaults and rapes right at least reports of rapes and sexual assaults and people found that a bit disconcerting because sweden is thought of as one of those pristine peaceful nations where people kind of behave themselves properly you know mm, mm. and also they're very e- egalitarian so they would have a lot of um uh, not i wouldn't say i don't want to say pro-feminist education but empowering um of women they they they, they, they have to look they, they look for gender parity and people are you know that sentiment is echoed in all all aspects of the society so how do they have so much rape or sexual assault mm. and one explanation could be that women are becoming more sensitized to things that bother them and reporting them as sexual assault. Right. Right. So I would ask anybody who's saying, you know, put it in the curriculum so it will solve a problem. Well, they have a very, as I said, egalitarian society where they promote 
um, not just elements of sex education, but um, gender parity and so on. And they still have. Mm, and then, obviously, I, I mean, I, we might not want to, to admit this, but that will only benefit and hurt. It will benefit one gender and hurt, hurt the next more right. than anything else. Let me be real. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, it, I mean, the, the reality in it is this, right? And we want to stay on this too long, but the reality in, this, in it is this. Most times, if a woman is touching a particular way, not necessarily offensive, but t- touching a particular way, by somebody she likes, adores, or mm-hmm. is okay with. Mm-hmm. It's, it's cool, right? Mm-hmm. But if somebody who she don't like do the same thing, probably just put their hand on, on her shoulder. You know what I'm saying? So in a situation, they could simply, we're going to say, if somebody can't just touch your shoulder, hey, mm-hmm. bam, you might say, oh, God, you just go in and slip your hand down. Mm-hmm. And that man getting in problems and is, is real pressure for that man and his life, mm-hmm. right? But the thing is, any nearly any woman come and touch a man and show like, hey, is this mm, scene? Mm. And a man will never be like, oh my God, you, yeah, you offended right. me. You really, you know what I'm saying? Right, right, right. So it, it, it g- could infantilize women and make it and make men seem predatory by nature. Yeah. And that's a risk you, 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 you will run. Um, but I mean, I, 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 I might concede that maybe we do need some sort of, um, maybe, maybe it might be good to have, uh, you know, sexual awareness campaign or a day yeah, in schools I, or something. As I say, I think it could be done in those kind of seminars a day. Because if, if you run that, let me say, one day every year, mm. right? Or if, if you want to push that as far as say one day every term and you have different topics, right? And it continues to do that. At least children will go through that mm. for at least, let me say, start them from standard one mm. to form five. Mm-hmm. You, you're looking at they're going, they'll get eight years of that basically and i will i and i will concede okay let's try it but now though i would bet my infinite wealth mm. <laughs> right that it would make not one jot of difference any longer in, in 10 years time whatever it is you're trying to minimize it's not going to be mm. no, no di- <laughs> children barely listen to you know listen to to to, to adults when they're talking about things of an academic nature how how attentive you think they're going to be when you're discussing things that are kind of weird and squeamish and no you know th- thinking about it now and talking about it so today um my daughter and i were having a conversation she's talking about some girl in her school or some girl mm-hmm. in her class who but she's telling me about the girl and she's saying that the girl um the girl tell her she's a pansexual or the girl right. say she's a pansexual right, right. i think wow that's mm. that's a bit much mm-hmm. For 11 year old to be walking on saying about themselves i, uh, I mean the internet you know the, the internet yeah, no. exists yeah so so then is it is it that it might really be necessary because to counteract this weirdness well uh, no i think you think that's what, what should, they want to teach them well <laughs> i think that's uh, that, that that is what a lot of people a lot of them want to advance in the sexual mm. education courses but apart from that i think that is best counteracted in the home right i think that the education system is barely managing to teach people what the education system is meant to teach people. Right. Which yeah, is yeah, yeah. how to count and how to read. They could barely get that right. How are you going to teach behavioral, you know, um, mm. um, 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 and moral values through an education system? Dog, that's not the best way to have that mm. uh, counteracted. That the, the, the best way for um, ideas for children to be able to you know have because you, you know as young people they are 
confused, mm. right? They're at a stage where they're very impressionable. They haven't fully developed. And then these, unlike with us, where those kinds of ideas didn't come to us until we were much older. Now, their favorite YouTubers are talking about their yeah. sexuality and they're 12 and 13, you know what I mean? So, um, you now have to be in in communication with your children so that you could ease them through this phase. So they can... You, now, to some extent, there's only so much you could do because some mm. of them will keep some of the ideas to themselves. They will tell you they don't know nothing about that or they never mm. hear about that. But, you know, because they're ashamed to talk about it with you. But... And, and, and think of that. If they're ashamed to talk about it with you, would they be more inclined to take instruction from a teacher? Mm. You, you know what I mean? So... I think that is best combated in the home. And what sh- we cannot outsource parenting. Well, you see, I think some people might say, um, in, in a well-structured home or a decent home, mm-hmm. fine. But That's for, always the excuse. Yeah. That, that we, can't, we can't trust that all the homes will teach it. And that's a risk you could run. But ultimately, your child is your responsibility. And you have to prove to me what is the danger to society if I choose not to talk to my children about sexuality, mm. you know what I mean? How is it, how is it greatly impacting you? Mm. If I feel, if I feel in my, if I'm derelict in my duty, you know, to, to guide my child sexually, how is that of harm to you? Mm. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? So, um, okay. Some households might not have it, but that doesn't mean that you should usurp my right to impose, not impose, but to try to inculcate the values I adhere to in my own children mm. simply because you feel some other parents mightn't do that. So leave what is for the home in the home and let the schools focus on what is supposed to be doing. And they're not even doing a very good job of right now, which is teaching you mm-hmm. how to count and read, you know? So the, 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 in, in closing, I just think the education system is geared towards what the education system is currently geared towards is not even achieving very well. So let me master that first. The, the bird, nice. Yeah. Alright. Let, let what should be taught in the home be taught in the home. So why why are we talking about people and you know, people doing their jobs and, and people mightn't be capable of doing it the, the job that assigned to them. Right? Yeah. We saw within the last few weeks here, well, I mean last week we saw the the DPP saying that what do you say, dropping the charges. Yeah. Right? Against um Gerald Ramdeen and Anna Ram Ram Logan. Former Attorney General and former um, government senator. Yeah, senator, yeah. Yeah. He never really, nearly, yeah, that's all yours? No, he didn't have a a cabinet post. Uh, Yeah, okay. Is it that he fall into the party late or he has always? Um, No, I think he he has always been one of the attorneys. Oh, okay, okay. Or at least affiliated, an attorney that's been affiliated with the party. Right, because... I only started to hear about him like in the later half of the EPP tenure. Yeah, I can't yeah. remember when he was appointed as a senator, but um, if he if he was there for the entirety of their reign, I'm not sure. But I've heard I always heard his name mm. affiliated. He's always been kind of touted as a star boy lawyer. Okay, yeah. all right. And um, now this was on the 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 heels of we all call boy the finding out that. There was a, a a a deal that should not have been made, or a bad deal. Or, 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 or well, whether it was whether it should it it should have been made or not is up for debate because the government is saying, or at least Faris Al Rawi, who was the Attorney General at the time, who 
um, whose office requested and endorsed the agreement, he is saying that, you know, what else were we to do? That it was, um, that's how we, 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 we were going to be able to secure his testimony and get at the root of the corruption and hold the people in question accountable. So what else were they to do? People have mentioned presidential pardons. Why they didn't offer a presidential pardon instead? I, I, when he was asked that in the press conference I saw last week, he he didn't really give a, a very um, detailed answer. He he kept saying that he doesn't want to talk too much of. And we should we to be fair, we should be careful what mm. we say as well because it's a matter that because the, the the criminal matter could come up again because right. um, Gaspard has left it open. Um, to uh, returning mm. to, to, to relay any charges, right? So, because it may become a criminal matter in the future, he's saying he can't, he had to be very careful with mm. what he's saying, right? But I don't see why he couldn't answer that question, as in why wasn't a presidential pardon considered. I think he said something about the DPP, because the thing is, there was a plea agreement and then there was an indemnity agreement. Right. The indemnity agreement would have been the civil side, mm-hmm. which is what the Attorney General's office was involved in. And then there was a plea agreement that was negotiated between the, the gentleman's lawyers and the DPP's office. Right. And it was under that condition he was charged, he was, he was convicted right. of the crime and made to pay, order to pay a fine. But, um, so those two things were, were different. So I don't know if the reporter meant that the attorney general's office should have offered a pardon, a presidential pardon, or the DPP's office should have, mm. um, uh, uh, should have opted for a, a presidential pardon instead of the plea agreement. But whatever, for whatever reason, the, not the plea agreement. Yes, for the, instead of the plea agreement. But for whatever reason, the indemnity agreement was arranged between the Attorney General's office and uh, Vincent Nelson. For those, we should you know mm. put this in context. Vincent Nelson, um, well, now King's Counsel, he would have been Queen's Counsel then, um, who is a Jamaican-born British attorney. Um, it's, well, I don't have to say alleged. Or he, he claims, or at least the government is claiming that he contacted the AG's office back in 2017 and informed them that there was that he was part of a, a kickback scheme involving the former Attorney General and State Senator Gerard Ramdeen and Annan Ram Logan, right? Um, that to, in order for, for state briefs to get um, to be selected to do and pay to do state briefs, he was giving them a kickback. And when he went to the Attorney General to Attorney General's office, he was concerned about civil liability, right? Um, well, he would, I think the argument he's saying is he was concerned about liability in general, mm. but the attorney general office, the attorney general's office could only really speak to the civil liability, which would be, okay, you have admitted that you were involved right. in these schemes. So you have to pay back pay, the money. Right. Yeah. Right. So we're going to pardon you for that. You would not have to pay back mm. no money. Right. The, he is claiming he was given assurances that he wouldn't be, he would never face any criminal charges. Mm-hmm. Um, the attorney general is not really being clear as to whether that was the case. Um, in the, in the press conference, oh, before we get to that, so what we should say is that that's what happened. And then he entered into a plea agreement with the DPP's office and he was convicted and charged in order to pay a fine, right? right? However, but he was, all of this was supposed to be, he, he would be giving, he would be the state's main witness in the case against 
and then the, Ram Logan. The people who were getting kickbacks, allegedly getting allegedly, kickbacks. Allegedly, well, based on his story, right, getting, yeah. getting the kickbacks and, and 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 arranging the whole process, right? Well, I think Jared Ramlin was accused of facilitating the kickbacks, right? right? Um, to Anand Ramlogan. So the um, the right. So he he was supposed to be state witness the, mm. the, the, and and give testimony to that fact. Um, he had a notarized statement. He gave all the evidence. Apparently, he presented all the evidence of his his testimony and so on. And, and, and his, his, his testimony is in a notarized form now. Mm. But he was still to give evidence directly in court uh, against those guys. But he, before that could have happened, he brought a case against the state alleging that the state breached the indemnity agreement that he mm. signed with them. And as a result, he would, be, he would be withholding his testimony. And because that case for a, the state breaching the indemnity agreement is before the court and taking a long time to, 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 to be decided upon, the DPP said that he, he couldn't keep the two accused right. in limbo for so, for so long. So that's why they're dropping the charges. So that's the context behind what, what happened here. But to your question whether they should have or should or should not have done it, it looks bad now, but they would argue what else were they to do? Right. In order to secure the testimony. So is but they had all legal right to do it. Um that is that I think that is the main question because some people making it seem like they didn't have the legal right to offer that. Uh, um, I I don't know that anyone I haven't heard that argument. What what I'm what I'm what I'm seeing or hearing is that it would not have been sensible mm-hmm. to do that because what is what is causing the, the main the main Kerfuffle now is not just the collapse of the case against the two accused, right? The criminal case against those guys and and the apparent inability now of the state to recover the funds mm. that they would have allegedly have stolen from the, the state. Um, but it's also the fact that part of the plea agreement that was signed, it's been reported in the newspaper, was that um, Mr. Nelson... Should he, should he have to bring any legal um, action against anybody for breach of the indemnity agreement? The fees would be paid by the state. Right. Let me see. Let me let me make sure I I, I have that right. Right. It said the. This is mm-hmm. from the news yeah. date, right? It said the government of TNT agrees to indemnify you and keep you fully effectually indemnified from from and against all actions suits proceedings claims demands damages costs expenses and liabilities which be, which may be taken or made against against you or be incurred or become payable or sustained by you by reason of any breach of any undertaking contained here well, I, I, that should be here in but mm. that's uh, i believe it they just have here there right here in this article so that would essentially mean that if he bring in a case, in this case, he's bringing a case against mm. the state. So effectively, the state is paying his lawyer to sue the state. Mm. Right? And so people are wondering, was that good sense? Mm, because, yeah, yeah. because he could claim anything. Mm. You, you understand what I'm saying? He could, he, whether or not it's because the, uh, the attorney general is, well, former attorney general, now the minister of um, Commun- local government, local government yeah. um, is saying that, you know, he has been assured because uh, we should mention as well that he is making it clear that the indemnity indemnity agreement that was um, formulated and and signed was um, constructed by senior counsels that 
that they that were hired for advice. Right. Right. So Douglas Mendez and Yeah, there's two of them. Yeah, I really remember seeing two names. I can't there. remember the other guy. Right? Douglas Mendez being the more prominent mm. name. Um I can't remember. But yeah. Um yeah, so he's saying, listen, I didn't advise myself, you know. We sought advice when he came to us and told us this was the case. We sought advice from prominent attorneys and they formulated this, this right. agreement and they got him to sign it, right? Or not got him, but they presented yeah. it and, 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 and it was signed. So, but to people outside, they're thinking, but wait, if you are promising to cover any legal fees or any liability mm. for, in, for well, I mean, okay, if you breach the indemnity agreement, then obviously something should be payable. So apparently that was part of the agreement as well. Whatever, whatever, uh, liability for the breach. Mm. And now he's claiming some stink amount of money because he's under investigation in the UK, so he can't work as a tax attorney across there. So he's claiming for like fees he would have gotten right, for yeah. however amount, amount of work. So he's claiming some stink amount, right? Um, But to cover the fees for the breach? Because... If the claim he's bringing of breach is, is frivolous, right? Yeah. Then you would have paid his lawyer to sue you. Mm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and uh, according to Kamala uh, Prasad, Bissessa claims that, or at least she said in, on some platform that $6.6 million has been paid to his attorney thus far in the, for fees in right. the case against mm. the state. Um, in the same press conference, Faris Arai was asked if that was true or not. He said he couldn't say. I, again, I don't know how that could affect or confirm or deny yeah. that would affect any criminal case that could come in the future, but he, he chose not to clearly deny or uh, uh, confirm that. So thus far, we have to believe, or at least we have floating out there the idea that the state, the state has already paid $6.6 million to Mr. Nelson's attorney in representing him suing the state. I wonder if his attorney is getting kicked, uh, if anybody, <laughs> if he can kick back from his attorney. I, I, listen, I don't, I don't, don't start that, don't start that. I'm not just wondering. Don't start that, don't start that, don't start that, don't start that. Brother man. And ten, yeah. Brother man, don't start, right? Right, we want to stay on the air. We want to keep, do, we want to keep doing this thing. Yeah, right? And these fellas, real <laughs> litigation happen. Mm. You know what I mean? Well, uh, listen, I, I, I feel free to come on, come on the podcast and let us know. You see, you nah, know? I, you, they, 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 they might take take on bridge with them insinuation. So oh. let me not go down that road. Oh, okay, right? okay. So, fellas, they'll feel as this show. Well, listen, it, it is, yeah, I mean, um, and to be fair, when Faris Harari was given his press conference, he, you know, yeah, he, you can't say what he's saying is completely frivolous. frivolous. Mm. He's claiming that the, um, that by with the opposition leader going about continuing to make allegations about this whole situation and what happened and what didn't happen, mm. that she's baiting, trying to bait him into talking too much about the, the proceedings and deliberations so that when the case comes now, people can yeah. say, hey, listen, yeah. all that information, all that cloud of, you know, that um, those clouds now hanging over everybody involved in this process. We can't, not, nobody's, nobody will be afforded a fair trial. Mm. So, you know, um, so there is that element. You don't want to put things out there that might, you know, people could claim infringed on their right to a fair trial. Huh. So, hey, hey. Well, why, Gretchen, why that? <laughs> but it, anyhow, we had, we heard about so many missteps on the Faris and with legal things in the mm -hmm. past that mm -hmm. I guess a lot of people 
just right there through one of the worst now boy even when it comes to some of the covid we call it regulations or laws mm-hmm. or whatever whatever mm-hmm. yeah. you know um, cool yeah kill but peter snowsy guy is right. he a, is he yeah. attorney yeah um you know so many people like hey hey this is going on here right. you know yeah the 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 ordinance was not constructed properly yeah. you know some things to that effect yeah so you know people have been questioning his legal knowledge and college and and competence so mm-hmm. i guess well he making it at the amount of times he man called them fellas name mm-hmm. and spoke about how prominent they are yeah but i i, I see I, I, I don't think he that he wanted to be yeah. made very clear them <laughs> fellas yeah. advised the state and you know we felt we felt very very comfortable taking their advice because they're both prominent attorneys and he, he, he call, I think he called Douglas Mendez one of the most eminent um, silks in the world. The thing is, I I don't think that would that that should help him because you are too in general. I think you should be well learned. Well, I, mean, I mean, yes, them for the senior counsels, but we would hope that even if they try to advise you to do something that might make sense, you should just stop and say. As as that in general, I find I could I could see where this. Where this could come back to buy the, t- the tax the taxpayers. Yeah, he should he should have been he should have been more up uh, more, more more on it. Yeah, in that respect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think I think so. So, um, I think as I say, I think this ministry and now might suit them better, <laughs> right? You know, the thing is, I, I as I was um, I don't know how I ended up watching our press conference last week, but. When I saw him deliver the press conference, again, he looked in his element. He was, you know, and when you see press conferences conducted by other members of parliament, member, other um, cabinet members in particular, he comes as a, in stark contrast because he's, he's, he makes such an effort to be respectful to the, to the, to the reporters. Now, he, wouldn't, he, he will still spin you mm. and not give you a direct answer. But he, he makes every attempt to be he he disarms any criticism by being very humble. Right, he doesn't right. come across as mm. arrogant like the rest of them. Mm. So I think I see him as when I say prime minister material, not 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 that I would vote for anybody as prime minister. Right. You know what I mean? But I think he has equalities that would attract people to him right he, and to vote for him as a leader so, so yeah he's more he's saying he's more something like manning you know yes like you know and even the depression on manning he could still yes. stay calm yes. and he could dang and yes tra- yeah yes yes so, and when he done he's still get nothing from manning you know but he's still good <laughs> when manning don't talk this cannot feel good but <laughs> you might you might hear the policy you might hear mm. whatever it is he came to talk about but you feel disarmed no you don't feel like coming at him with 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 swords drawn mm. because he was just so respectful and humble in the way he spoke to you. Whereas when other cabinet members speak, you know, they kind of draw the ire of well, some of these journalists, the ones who have at least some balls, you could you, they, they kinda you could tell that they're a little bit more comfortable going at him, going at them, mm. jabbing them as much as you know, soft soft jabs, but jabbing them still. Because those fellas just come toting a, a vibes on them. And I mean, um I saw Somebody was saying that Stuart Young was insinuating that, um, you know, <laughs> he posted on social media that it could never be a breach of any legal 
any legally sound agreement or of law to give evidence to a a a a, a law enforcement a legitimate law enforcement agency i.e the suggestions that whoever because again nelson is um up is alleging that we somehow breached the or the attorney general's mm. office breached the the agreement because um somebody got hold of his his testimony or elements of the testimony mm. and he's now on the investigation in the uk so stuart young who was who was involved in this in in some kind of rigmarole way because he was he was involved in i think when he was minister in the in the ministry of of um of national security mm. when he was yeah because when, when, he was national security minister at the time eh? yeah, yeah, yeah right so i think that is how he got involved in this he was part of the discussions and Ara, we said he spoke with him about it right so he is now trying to i guess not come to Arawi's aid but come to the, the government's mm. aid and say hey, well you know it can't be it can't, how we could be a breach of any legally sound agreement to give information to a, a legitimate law enforcement agency but that is not exactly what you promised to do in the yeah. agreement. <laughs> Apparently, as as the elements of the agreement I've seen printed in the media state that that's exactly what was promised yeah. that they would not send it to 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 those agencies outside of Trinidad and Tobago. So, what is Stuart Young saying, and how is how 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 can that be a defensible statement? I I am lost. I am so to speak to, to speak to your question of the whether there was incompetence somewhere here. Well, I mean, it's starting to look so. Starting to look so right. It's, it's, <laughs> I, mean, I, mean, I, I, when I, when I, it sounds approved. I, where I saw that, I saw, and it was printed. They had a mm. statement print. I said, like, he really said that? Mm. If he, because if he said that, then it has to be that what is printed in the media as elements of the agreement had to be wrong. <laughs> it, it had to be wrong. Because I think that's exactly what you promised. And if, and if you, and if you, and if what you're saying is, well, we could never promise to do that. Why did you put yeah. it in the agreement? And then if you put it in the agreement and you can't promise it, then you deserve to be sued. <laughs> That's how it works. <laughs> I, am, I am lost. So, and the Prime Minister obviously is not confirming whether he knew anything about it. Mm. Faris Arari is not confirming whether anybody, whether the cabinet approved I, that. I, oh, because then cabinet might have approved the funds. Well, no, I mean, the court, if, 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 if the state is sued, the cabinet would have to approve the state, the state of the pay. Mm. But I think they're trying to minimize where this could splash mm. right <laughs> we could end up on mm. because remember there was one non-disclosure agreement well this was an indemnity agreement yeah. it was an, a non-disclosure agreement that it appears the prime minister didn't know of when it was arranged by the state the attorney general's office when Alari was attorney general yeah 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 that was with daryl smith smith <laughs> keep calling man bro yeah, yeah. is that one one, is, one could run and one yeah, can't yeah, yeah. <laughs> one very fit and the other one not yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, but yeah, the, so there was that incident and it, 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 uh, it appeared that the prime minister was not aware that that had happened at all, that the attorney general's office was consulted for the construction of that non-disclosure agreement that happened with yeah. him and that woman. So maybe he didn't know about this one, about this agreement. That is what you're talking about. That we want, that is what we want the prime minister who do micromanage. You understand? <laughs> who do call the final door, you know, on the bottom there and thing. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So and who not bullying or bullying, sorry. <laughs> this government has a, a game plan that if you say the same lie over and over, you hope that people will believe you. This first matter is no different as it involves the government virtually bullying the, tri bullying the Trinidad and Tobago Police Service to launch investigation after investigation 
into leak. <laughs> you understand? People are wrong. You understand? <laughs> that was a, a guy Griffith reference, yeah, yeah, by yeah. the way, before yeah. people jumped down. Now, I got a pin clip. I got a pin clip. My bad, my bad. But, um, yeah, I, it, 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 but he, he's not, he's not confirming whether he or cabinet, or he say he didn't have no involvement. In no, he, his actual statement was the the government of Trinidad and Tobago doesn't have doesn't play any role in the criminal um prosecution of anybody in Trinidad and Tobago. But nobody asking about the criminal prosecution; yeah. they're asking about that indemnity agreement, yeah. which was specific, which was strictly civil, which was a a civil a, yeah. agreement for a civil civil action. But I I to update. I don't know if he if he answered directly yet. And and to be fair, I I'm not so sure if he knows the difference between, between the two. No, I know. He, I think he knows. <laughs> One hundred percent, he knows. He knows what the difference is. I think he just he just doesn't want to get involved in any way, shape, or form. He doesn't want the mud splattering. That is the man who say that if you go by a bar and the thing spread in the bar, everybody is going to die. You know, yeah. you remember everybody. And, you know? and he also say though, um, you know, do lime. Yeah. yeah. If, if 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 you could go out and get shot and killed, just stay home. Mm. Do you know it? it it's not our duty to make it safer for you to go outside and socialize. So, yes, but so, find, find something better to do in your house. So I, I, that leads me to, to question sometimes what he mm. knows and what he doesn't know. No, no, he knew. He, he, I'm sure he knew very well. Mm. He just trying not to get involved in... Because like I say, this this could end up splattering on a number of people. It's already not making the former attorney general look too good. Um... I, I'll not be real honest with all you, dog. I've been real honest. Something about me that's finding it real easy to, to forgive Farris, boy, dog, boy. Well, for the same thing I was just telling you. Yeah. It's I, the same thing yeah, I was just telling I, you because, because, because I, of his nature. I had hated this man for this mass and coward family thing, dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I hated this man, mm-hmm. I know, dog. I've been real honest with you, you know. Mm-hmm. And on any given day, I think if I see him, I will smile and give him a bonk, you know. Because of the man's personality. Yeah, boy. That's the same thing as now telling you. Yeah. He's very disarming because... I guess some might say he's charming. So mm. because he's charming, he's disarming. So he is good material, prime ministerial material in terms of what people elect mm. and why people elect. Unfortunately, we don't pay very much attention to the substance of politicians, only the style. And he has the style down. I um to close off this topic, if if he was was on on the PNM side. I think PNM and then the election for the next few years while he yeah. while he around. Yeah, yeah. I, and 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 people mightn't like that go and see this, but for the race aspect of it as well. Because I think PNM people accept him, right? PNM mm. sh- main stronghold voters, they they accept him. And I think for the people who this kind of vote race and might be willing to kind of look past the colour, mm. when I say the colour, the colour, the parties, Mm-mm. I could see they being easily swayed. You know, because yeah. as I say, he's not arrogant, you know, yeah, yeah, and he yeah. kind of look like me, well, not me, but you know, them. Yeah, yeah. yeah I could see, I could see it happening for them. Uh, but you're all going on, I mean, PNM, well, they feel free, this is free advice I've given you. Well, you need going up for PRO again. Right. I don't know why. Well, you probably when it's time for the election, and election them come, um, Dr. Early might, you know, knight him or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hey, I, I, I think if he was a man to go, they would have put him forward now. Mm. If he was the man to replace Dr. Rowley, I think they would have... Well, but then again, he would have to be the Prime Minister. Yeah. Because he would... He's an MP, and Yeah, yeah, right? he's an MP. MP. He, sits in, he sits in the House of Representatives. Yeah. And if he's the... 
oh, if he's the political if he's the political leader of the party with the majority in the House of Representatives, I think they. I don't know if that only if that if they, if they after I have to find out mm. that if it is that is only constitutionally um, demanded at a general election mm-hmm. or if the party leadership switches in between, um, but the party is still fine with the um with the former leader remaining the leader of the party's business in the house right then he could remain as prime minister so yeah they could they could sort that out because it's really just the leader of the prime minister's business in if of the, in the of the government's business in the house of no, like, i mean i think also if you put faris let me just let me say you had put some monsters up against Raul, you know mm. right you put faris you put penelope here and these people go up against dr Rowley. no i think it it tends to make the party look weak if you understand what I'm saying, mm-hmm. in terms of, when I say weak, it seems like it's up in fighting for power mm-hmm. now, boy. Well, I mean, but it's still looking so. It's looking so now. In fact, just the other day, Dr. Raleigh had to go on some platform and make it clear there's no rift in the PNM. Well, I mean, right? no, but, but, yeah, but people still making that claim. But if, so just imagine the claims that have been, if you had seen people like Faris, I didn't want to say Penel, but Faris and one or two of the other more popular ministers there. But I mean, if Embert, if if Embert, yeah, just imagine Faris, Embert, and and Rowley going up. Mm-hmm. So I think um, what we had to do, I think you yeah, just had to let the election time come and then you hand it over. I don't know. I don't know how internal party politics does work, mm-hmm. and if that's possible, if he, if he could just do that, if he decides not to run again. If they, if they will, if they'll have to have a snap into an election right. to decide somebody else, or he could just, you know, he could decide who, I don't, I don't think he will be able to unilaterally decide who, who will go forward. So they'll probably have to have a, a snap mm. into an elections to see who goes up. So maybe that is it. Maybe they wanted to wait till closer. Yeah, to yeah, I think they want to make sure the bond looks strong. So when they're going forward, because anytime it looks shaky, they know the opposition and the, mm, mm. and them suffers and them. You know, but I, I think they should get the people who used to Faris from all now because he would be, I think, a a good way to paper over the cracks that f- forming in the government in terms of forming any support for the government mm-hmm. from the public now. Yeah, well, you go see how it go. I mean, Faris, let me go for yourself. Yes, I want to see nothing else yeah, right now. Talk to me. Um, as we on the, we're gonna stay on the topic of cabinet and. Mm politicians giving or receiving poor advice or whatever right and i know you would have seen it the news all over the news video gone viral with um a dutch member of the european parliament questioning a director of pfizer right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. a senior director of pfizer and um extracting from her confirmation that pfizer did not test the... Is it that they didn't test or they wouldn't show? I know she said no, they, they didn't test. Okay. They didn't test. That's what yeah. he she was asked and she confirmed no. Okay. She said, no, we didn't know, but it was because we didn't test. Right. Yeah. We didn't test the vaccine's ability to stop transmission. That mm. was not part of the protocol, the testing protocol. Right, yeah. Right? Was... The Pfizer COVID vaccine tested on stopping the transmission of the virus before it entered the market. If not, please say it clearly. If yes, are you willing to share the data with this committee? And I really want a straight answer, yes or no, and I'm looking forward to it. Thank you very much. 
Um, regarding the question around, um, did we know about stopping humanisation before um, it's entered the market? No, uh, these, um, you know, we had to really move at the speed of science to really understand what is taking place in the market. And from that point of view, we had to do everything at risk. Um, that was just, we should be clear that that was specific to Pfizer. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm aware, um, I don't know if AstraZeneca ever made those claims that it stopped transmission, if they studied transmission or if Sinopharm mm. ever reduced any uh, produced any information well, with, is, with regard you'd barely get any information at all about that eh? right any right. at all yeah, yes yeah. <laughs> yes um and so that obviously has caused an uproar amongst a lot of people because it means that anybody who was claiming that the vaccine did stop transmission didn't have any evidence upon which to base that claim. Or Randy lied on her tool. Nobody won't tell a lie. Pfizer never said it. They never Pfizer, said it. Okay. Pfizer never said it did. Mm. Right? Um, so then where did that, where it come from though? And where well, I would like to ask, I would like to use this moment to ask all the experts who came on television. Now, to be fair to them, mm. this is still only relevant to Pfizer vaccine. Right. Mm-hmm. So, I'm going to ask them now, is it that they had different information with regards to AstraZeneca and Sinopharm, Mm -hmm. right? And Johnson and Johnson. And Johnson and Johnson. Did they have any different information with respect to that? Because documents have, have, people pointed to documents that were contained in the official package of information that was released by Pfizer, um, or, or that was provided to the FDA in the United States in order to seek approval for the, the 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 vaccine and in it they stated that um they make no claims with respect to stopping transmission in fact they said that needs to be further tested mm. right they made claims with respect to um the studies that they did and the, the prevalence of the virus in the groups that were vaccinated and unvaccinated they made comparisons and said okay there's a x percent x x um um efficacy against symptomatic mm. covid right but they made no claims with respect to um with respect to transmission and they said outrightly that that is something that needs to be tested right right so i am asking the health authorities here who constantly made claims, and the, the minister and other and, and the prime minister and all of them, who claimed that unvaccinated people posed a threat to vaccinated people, and the way to protect people around you was to get vaccinated, and that supposedly was the basis of the safe zones, right? Mm. So, I would like to ask them: Is it just like the MEP asked the mm. woman directly? Well, are there safe zones, and that's what they were kind of using to determine if you could have kept their, their livelihood or not. Right. That as well, which is very important. Right, right, right. So I would like to ask them, where did they develop the notion or how did they develop the notion that the vaccines would protect people other than the vaccinated? Mm-hmm. Right? Where did they get that notion from? Number one. And number two, did they have... in 
information, different information for the other vaccines that they promoted? And if they did, then the third question would be, so then why didn't, why didn't the safe zone policy discriminate against Pfizer vaccines? Right. Mm-hmm. Right. They could have said, cause they may, well, that's just one vaccine, you know, mm-hmm. the others. Okay, well, is, did those others provide information with respect to transmission? And you remember you wanted to get each other any Pfizer for them to go to school. Right. You understand? B- the basis being that having the vaccinated children would, again, reduce the spread. Mm-hmm. So, I'm asking, did they, why did they, if that's the case, and they have different information for the other vaccines, but they were simply aware that the, the Pfizer did not necessarily stop, they had no evidence to suggest mm-hmm. that it stopped spread. So then why didn't the safe zone policy discriminate against Pfizer vaccine uh, people present people mm. who would have present who would have been presented vaccine cards with a Pfizer vaccine? Mm. So no, 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 no. You I you I don't know if you could spread it, no, because we don't have any scientific evidence to suggest that you are any safer than an unvaccinated person in this setting here now. Mm-hmm. So we have a lot we have a lot of questions to answer. And why why do you need to answer it is because these were the people who were on the TV every day telling you. That they, they they weren't just giving you ad hoc information, mm-hmm, yeah, 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 right? They weren't just they weren't just talking out of the ass. And if you had said this, but but for one, YouTube would have ban you, mm-hmm. Facebook would have ban you, or Facebook would have say misinformation and whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the people here would have say all kind of thing about you, right? Right. No, and the thing is, nobody's nobody is saying it doesn't stop spreading. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I think it's clear now that you know, the vaccines will subspread. But that is not even the contention. The contention isn't even that that information was wrong. I want to know where did you get the information to that formed the basis for you recommended that people get vaccinated to save the people around them? Mm-hmm. Where did you get that from? The science. Where's this? Exactly. Mm-hmm. Because you, and you kept claiming every day that your, all your arrogance was coming because you weren't just giving information, vikey vi. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You were consulting all the best experts and blah, 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 blah. Okay. So where did they get that notion from? Where did, You weren't just talking out of your ass, right? You were, you were, you, you know, you were vigorously and critically assessing all the information that came that was, you know, that was that that does that came to you from foreign entities and so mm. on. Your experts didn't just. I'm, I was hoping they wouldn't just hear somebody say something on TV mm. and say, "Well, I come and bring that tomorrow as policy on a, a in a press conference." So I would have assumed that everybody involved in this process would have at least gotten access to the information itself, the mm. studies themselves, and said, "Okay, well, I think we can trust." What this study says or that study says, because we scrutinize it ourselves, ourselves. And the thing is, you know what they were saying that they they had to sign a non-disclosure agreement, right? Mm-hmm. Here, mm-hmm. with uh, I guess between some of the information with the vaccines or mm-hmm. case maybe. So then, is it that you all did get the information, mm-hmm. signed the non-disclosure agreement, and then came and put out whatever they wanted, whatever information they decided on the board all about? Well, I mean, the, the non-disclosure agreement would have been with respect to the contract signed, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I don't know if, if, if in the contract they, they would have listed, you know, like some of the information, the scientific information on the vaccines or whatever the case may be. Well, I mean, it may, I, I don't, I, what I think, what, at least what they have claimed is that the, the, the non-disclosure agreement is with respect to, the, to any intricate information or sensitive information that would have been formed part of the negotiations mm. with those companies. Now, it may it may it may demand that they maybe the contract demanded that they had to say certain things right. in order to get access to the vaccines. 
I would hope that's not the case. You know what I mean? Mm. I would hope that that's not what they agreed to do. You know what I mean? But um, so, but we don't think in that contract or somewhere there, they must have have given. Uh, uh, or I, I would believe that they would must say, well, okay, this is so-and-so vaccine. It should work like this, or it should help this, or, it, or whatever, whatever. Right, this might right. be the side effects. This might be right, whatever, right. whatever. Well, I mean, I don't think that would necessarily have come in the contractual stage. Mm. Because remember, they would say, once the approved, once the vaccine became approved by the World Health Organization, they would feel satisfied. Right, right. right? Okay. So they would feel, and from there, it's just to procure right. so, units. So, so then basically, the World Health Organization is the people who would have who would have to be kind of, so, you know, for quote-unquote for better, for lack of better uh, words at this point mm. in time, is hell liable for if they were given certain information and right. didn't give us, mm. our government I, I to am, give us. I am 100% certain now that nobody had that information. Mm. And nobody was interested in finding that information. I don't think that it, any, they heard things that, because even today, right, even up, no, not today, when I say today, just re- recently, we've been finding out that when they were given figures with respect to the risk reduction that came from the vaccine, it was, it was, um, they were giving you relative risk reduction as opposed to absolute risk right. reduction. And there's a huge difference between those two. Um, if I tell you, you, you have a 15% greater chance of getting shot if you open that door. Mm then that sounds ridiculous. You would say, I know opening that door. Mm. But if the chance of you getting shot, if you open the door to begin with, was one in 10 million, mm. then a 15% increase in that doesn't make much of it. You will still walk through the door. Yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. So what they were given was the 15% difference. When they said things like it was 95% effective, and mm. 80, right? it was relative risk reduction as opposed to absolute risk reduction. Mm. Now, that doesn't mean the vaccines are no good or that they're wasting time or whatever. But it's just, that would have been helpful information to put everything in context, right? Mm. So you would have, you would have, because you are deciding whether to take jab or not. And you want to know, okay, if I don't take the jab, what is the chance of me? And if I take the jab, what is the chance of me mm. ending up in a particular situation or not? And if, you, if the risk was minimal to begin with, then you might, even if it's an 80, 80% reduced risk, mm. you might be like, oh, you know, the, the actual chance of me ending up in an issue would not have been a big deal anyhow. But that's not what they reported. But I say all that to say that you think the health authorities here were interested in that? They're just here, 80%, 90% effective. Don't talk. They'll ask some more questions. Mm. And they hear people, you hear somebody parrot something somewhere and somebody say, Joe Biden say, if you get a job, you ain't gonna get it. And then, you know, they hear racial matter or whoever say it on MSNBC. And they're like, cool. And that becomes... And those are the and which is fine, you know. But those are the same people who would claim that all of the information they were giving you was rigorously vetted mm. information. They were they weren't just giving you information vikey vai. Yeah, yeah, it was the best scientist. It was the best, the right. best. And the experts weren't just parroting. Mm-hmm. You know, you, at least you would think they they they, would, they weren't just parroting what they hear. You, you understand what I'm saying? Who knows where you'll find out about mask efficacy in some time to come? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these studies they've been quoting for you. Who knows what you might hear in some time to come? Well, you, you're, you're um, mashing me up now, dog. I go in a, a, a place in Arima yesterday morning. Mm-hmm. Top dog, I bust through the door. No mask. They ain't asking for no mask. Bust through the door. Looking to head to the counter. 
You want to the ball at me? Why do I sanitize in front? Sanitize in front. <laughs> and I, my mind is blown because mm. I don't have to wear a mask. <laughs> You're not wearing a mask. <laughs> but you think sanitizing my hand. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If I was to have COVID or you to have COVID, mm-hmm. that is not. Uh, that's, that, that's, the, that's the chief thing that you need to do. To do. I listen, at, <laughs> bro, I, I get real mad for you, sir. And then I started to process it. Is it that she really do know? Is it that it's just pure ignorance? She don't know and, and she just doing what is, is routine? Mm. Is it and th- is it that she doesn't know because she likes being on this high horse to show mm. that people sanitize your hand? Mm-hmm. And she just don't want to... I don't know. I, 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 I think, as I've explained to you on numerous occasions, people, human beings, this is how their brains operate, right? They become fixated with routines and you know um she's not thinking okay you give that example and and, and i'll tell you i will use an example to explain what i mean Mm. as well i'm not going to say where it is because every time i mention something that my family have some connection to (laughs) let's get let's get both let's get both up right so i went somewhere the other day with the twins Mm. now what I was going for was for them, right? It wasn't for me. So when I get there, I reach by the door. I have to go through this long process to wait for the guard to come to the door to confirm there's the right door that I'm going into. Mm. Um, while I'm there, some next guard who outside who can't tell me if there's the right door, me, tell me about five times, make sure they wash all your hands, right? Cool. We wash your hands. I keep dog. I hear you. We wash your hands. Mm. But I just don't want to walk off. And then the guard come by the door. Mm. So I waiting to see if I see him. So anyway, I went and washed my hand. I come back by the door. When the guard finally comes by the door now. Yeah. This is what the thing going on. Yeah. All right. Cool. Um, he's, I say, so it's a number system thing. thing. No, no, no. Just come in. Say it have plenty of people inside. So as soon as somebody come out, they'll come in. Right? Right. Well, yeah. 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 Your mask? I said, nah, bro. I ain't, I ain't no mask. He said, ah, nah, well, you need a mask. You know? He said, I have a man outside. They selling masks. I said, selling masks, bro? Mm. I said, nah, buddy. Don't bother. Don't be tough. And I walk him back to the gate, to the, to the car. The children. Mm-hmm. They want. They want. Well, one of them, my daughter, she's, oh, daddy, daddy, we can find masks. We can find a mask. Mm. I'm not buying a mask, right? Mm. So we go to the car. We dig up, dig up, dig up, dig up. Find three masks. Dog. The two masks that. The three masks, mm. real ratty dog. Mm. Real, real ratty. You know what I mean? Because any glove compartment for yeah. a zillion years, right? Dog. I can't get it know how to, to because it's so gone. Mm. It can't fit the small face now. Yeah. Right? So, you know, it's on and it loose it. I say loose dog. It's not even like a little bit loose. It, yeah. It, it, you know, it be, it below the lips, mm. right? In, in particular, my daughter, it below her lips. We come back by the door and the man Larry inside. We walk inside, I expecting every minute I expecting somebody to come and tell me something about her mask. Mm. Oh, but both of them, but her in particular, because as I say, hers dangling all over the place, right? Nobody says a word. The girl, the first person that greets me, who is at the um information desk on the inside, walks from the back out in front, sneezing, with no mask on. But you see, she's behind a plexiglass, yeah. right? But uh, not 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 a not a broad plexiglass, yeah. but you know what I mean. Yeah, she comes out no mask and she's sneezing. Oh God, my allergies, boy. So you say to yourself, 
why this God was putting me through this stress, bro? Because I have come inside and the same God is watching me with a, a tattered mask, watching them with tattered masks that don't even fit properly. We were in there for about half an hour now, though, and not one second of that time was either of my children, children's nose and covered, and most of the time, neither, no, 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 were their mouths. So you're asking the question, what it is? It is an obsession with rules. You begin to believe that the rule itself is what is protecting you. Mm-hmm. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Mm-hmm. You, you begin to, to get in, you, you, you become attached to the rules or with the rituals. Rituals is what I mean to say. Mm. You develop these rituals and you don't feel comfortable if the rituals aren't adhered to. You know? So at some point in time, people made sanitizing your hands a big deal. Nobody understands why. Right? Nobody even understands what is the point of sanitizing? Because if I come in, if you, what the point of sanitizing my hands is that I don't bring COVID in with me. Mm. But if I have COVID on me, mm. I, I, and I spend a half an hour inside this place and I pick my nose and I dig my ears, and then the purpose of me sanitizing my hands at the front has just disappeared. Mm. And, and of course, if it's in here, and you sneeze, you cough, you breathe, right. you whatever, right. it's going to come out. No. Do they hand clean or dirty? Right. No, no. I, no, no. I'm saying, not even talking about now with, mm. with respect to where you're talking about, you didn't even have to wear a mask and she's mm. still telling you that, right? Um, but even when the masks were in place, like remember when I was asking, what was the point of people sanitizing to go in them fets that I was having for carnival? Mm. You're inside there for hours, bro. Mm-hmm. Hours. You wait for you to touch COVID on my car door. Mm. And I mean, I, I, I don't sanitize. I'll come in here and saw COVID. No. It, 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 the, the point of sanitizing is for you to get in and get out. Not touch nothing. And get in and get out. But you sanitizing before you go in an, an, an arena or something that you go and spend hours in, bro. Does that make any sense? No, it doesn't. But the ritual, they've developed an attachment to the ritual. And so if you remove the ritual, then all of a sudden... Well, now, nah, boy, that is as if they were safe. Bef- you know, they would they would act as if what they were doing before would make them was making them safe and removing it now. Now all hell go break loose. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? All hell go break loose. So it's a it's a real weird weird feature of human beings. A defect, I would call it. I think it's a defect, but I think it's a coping mechanism. When we when when we face with things we can't control, we look to these stupid things to make us feel in control of the situation and then we just get carried away with it <laughs> i it's just getting me real mad now but like mm. when yeah when and it's gonna be like that like yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah. don't do get me wrong if you don't matter where i'm asking in air condition please over the case when you take a man shop by and i think it's something that i need and i do need to go there i can't go get anywhere else mm. because actually it was apart from a washing machine i was looking for mm. so you know them things get real specific yeah now, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah 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 you know a problem with that Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. I'm asked to come in here, please, no problem. And if you remember where I'm asked and sanitize, sanitize, I realize, okay, you real, mm. you know, monkish. When I say monkish, for the show, yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, no problem. Mm. But then when I could come in with all mask and you don't have a mask and mm-hmm. yeah. you're, you're balling me, I'm sanitize my hand. I'd mm-hmm. be like, wow, dog. It 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 is crazy. It is crazy. And like I say, you would have you because when I say nah, bro, I good. I was going back. You would have let me not get what I came for that day mm. for no reason at all. Because what you're asking me to do, you're not, you don't even care whether I do it properly. Well, the thing is, and I mean, obviously, there is uh, a policy that 
the I guess the organization or whatever would have mm. had. But none of these staff members said anything either. Mm. They went and they 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 they, they sat. And the, the woman at the desk didn't tell them anything. The one who wasn't mm. wearing a mask and sneezing. Or at different points in time, different customer service people come and shift us around and move us here and move us there. So I know the excuse would be, oh, well, the security guard just doing what he is told because, mm. you know, he don't run the company, so thing, whatever. But then if that's the case, first of all, he should at least say, yeah, dog, but them asking working. Common sense should tell him now. Nah. Mm. If it is that the, 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 the organization is anal, then... Yeah, you know, should be like, nah, dog, they're masking mm. working. But it wasn't, he, nobody in the place said anything. Yeah. And I'm sure if she, if, if, if they saw them sitting on with nothing on their faces, then it would have been like, oh, but you all you need a mask to be in here, but the mm. mask on their chin. But I mean, in, I think that's the situation. Some people, you need a mask, you don't need to wear it properly. Yeah. Just need a mask. As if, as if, as if, as if it's a legal requirement. Remember when um, we were talking about the schools and this nonsense that you're filling all these forms mm. and the reality is, what are you doing that for? Mm. It, 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 because, you know, anybody could say anything on the form. Yeah, yeah. And, and the only time those things like that are in place where, all right, I, I telling you to, to, to sign to something. I not, you could lie if you want to know. Yeah. But then if, if something happened, you, you will be held, liable. liable. Yeah. But, you're not held liable in any way, yeah. shape, or form. If 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 you say your child knows not running, and then 15 minutes after he comes in school, he knows running, they call and bring him, tell it to mm. come back for him. And then he comes to school next day. If you're not running next day. If you're not running next day. So what are you? Why are you killing trees mm. every week to print these things? What is the purpose of that? What is the purpose of that? No, here's here's my thing, right? I tend to be, I'll be more understanding to the security guard and them other weirdos. It's frightening when it's happening with schools, eh? because these people are supposed to be teaching the next generation away. So then I'll be like, oh boy, mm-hmm. I shouldn't be brighter than the people who teach in my children. Because if I brighter than the people who teach in my children, mm-hmm. I, I, oh, I should not, teach not necessarily them. brighter, because it's not necessarily about intelligence. You know, it's sometimes, I tell, I tell these people, they just, they quite simply... They could be, they could be of high intellect. You know what mm. I mean? We have look how many, look how many, um, you know, um, like PhDs and you know experts became religious about masks, right? Even when you know they, it was questionable how well masks work or not, right? Mm. But that's for the sake of YouTube God say they work, right? But they're not impenetrable force fields, right? Mm. But you see, I've seen some doctors act as if, well, you know, the most important thing is whether you. Put this on your face. Not the most important thing is keeping you apart, you know. Yeah. The most important you could you could sit down in my office all day, just pointing mask. Like, whoa, whoa. If I'm infected, then the most important thing is to get me out of here mm. as quickly as possible. And that's a PhD. Right? So that is somebody who's highly educated. Yeah, educated I'm here, right? Well, yeah, but <laughs> even even intelligence has different mm. has different connotations. You could have um, you know, emotional intelligence. So I think is which is more of what we're talking about here. Yeah, yeah. These people just can't regulate their emotions, so they they become a, they become attached to these rules. Because if you if you if you sit and talk to them, most of them can't give you any argument. You know? And but you see, I think <clears> and I think that is where the, that, I think that is where it get frightening. I think that is where Jordan Peterson is coming with war in them mm-hmm. because as much as okay, let me say nearly every, especially on primary school level, nearly everybody could could attain the qualifications to teach primary school children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. 
But if you have people who are not emotionally intelligent to yeah. teach them, yeah. that's when it's go awry. You, know? mm-hmm. you understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's why, again, that kind of weirdness are going on in the States mm-hmm. and them schools and things like that. You could shit the teacher in the chair. Yes, yes, you understand yes. what I'm saying? Yes. And, and because you have emotionally unstable individuals yeah. who are now dealing with young, impressionable people. So the thing is, yeah, you can teach them in school, working, but you see the shit they teach them otherwise mm-hmm. is what's screwing over the society mm-hmm. now. Mm-hmm. And, and not just the, te- the shit they teach them otherwise, but even the way, the, the way you deliver the curriculum, mm-hmm. if you don't have emotional intelligence if you don't know how to regulate your emotions if you don't know how to how to how to allow your rational mind to rule when it should rule you, you know what i mean if if you allow your emotional um uh, your emotional settings to override everything all the time then how useful can you be mm. you could be the best expert in the world but if you don't have judgment proper judgment if you can't excuse me, ensure that you you, you keep your emotions in check, then what of what use to you are the world? Mm. And I think that's what you saw a lot during this pandemic. You saw a lot of people who had a lot of knowledge and expertise who just could not exercise proper judgment. They couldn't, they couldn't critically assess risk. They couldn't manage their emotions in the, in the, in the face of fear. They couldn't use rational, uh, uh, they couldn't use logic and reason to dampen that fear. It, it, it was just an inability of people to control their emotions. And that's, I think, what you're seeing there. So it's more a lack of emotional intelligence than, you know, whether they're bright or not. Because mm. as I say, most of them wouldn't really, if you, if you, if you brought the facts to them, you know, some of them would, eh? but mm. most of them, if you brought the facts, it's not like they would refute the facts, you know, but just, yeah, but your facts will make no difference. I mm. still, I, I, I feel better when I do this. So, mm. you know, to, to tell with you, I, I was having a discussion with, uh, a lady the other day in in Grand Bazaar, a stranger who chose to engage me in conversation while I was waiting to get something to eat. And, you know, um, she was when she was double masked. And something oh, the girl behind the counter was telling her, I can't hear you. Right. Because, right. you know? So she's shouting, shouting. Because she decided the song proof she mouth. <laughs> right. <laughs> so she's shouting, and it's a young woman, eh? She could have been about 30 at most, right? Um, she's shouting. She, she said, was she shouting across for the girl to hear? And so afterwards, now she's saying, and again, she's straining to tell me, eh? mm. you know, it, it, this mass thing, you know, talking any mass and thing and thing, whatever. Now I know better than to get involved yeah, with yeah. people with them conversations, right? But especially, it was especially one who went to mass, right? Exactly, right. Mm. So, um, so but they're taking real long to prepare the food now. So she keeps saying, um. Well, after she said, yeah, she 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 started with um, you know, it's so hard with this mask thing, you know, you can't make out people's faces, people could barely hear you, ding, 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 ding. I say, yeah, yeah, but you know, we have to do what we have to do. I say, well, you know, if you if that's what you 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 feel you need to do, then I have no problem with people doing that now. She said, but no, but it's what you need to do. I mean, I know you're not wearing one, but you should be wearing one. I'm like, no, it's yeah. all right. I'm trying to find a way to to, yeah, to, to yeah, not yeah. get involved in this, right? So then the a guy came behind her. And he started to, he overheard the conversation and he started to tell her, no, you see, this have, it have a lot of people who don't understand that if you, if you, um, if you, if you, if you're sick or immunocompromised or something, then you are the ones that have to be careful. But it's not for everybody to be careful and whatever, whatever, right? So she, he kind of calmed yeah. down the situation a little bit. Well, I wasn't getting involved, eh? but then, 
So he, t- so he turned to me now, big man. You see, um, you see, oh no, he said, she said, cause he went a mass, right? Yeah. He said, well, you see, big man, they probably feel he, he good to go. So that is why he feel comfortable and thing. And me and vexed with him, but you know, I reaching up there in age and I think and whatever, whatever. Said, okay, no problem. We eventually reached uh, statistics, right? Mm-hmm. And I started to tell her, you know, that he called, oh, um, the, the guy was saying, you know, the debt's going down, they're going down again, you know, so, you know, people go start to calm down and thing and whatever. And I said, well, you know, listen, I think some people are unable to really quantify the risk here, you know. Yes, we have, but you have to remember these are COVID related deaths. We don't know how, what sort of role COVID played in mm-hmm. all of, you know, and all that. And the girl, funnily enough, she said, yes, yes, I, I understand that, you know, I feel, I feel it's really just old people, you know, mm. I really feel it's, you know, but, but I, I still like to wear my mask. What yeah. you gonna say to that? What you gonna say to that? She wants the song, bro, she voice. What you gonna say to that? You know that? It, that and that's what, so the, 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 I say all that to say that she is clearly, it's not that she really feels afraid of us. She friggin' ugly dog. She <laughs> must be a bad teeth. She would not have to wear two masks for that. You know that? She, would not she must be a bad breath too. <laughs> <You understand>? <laughs> <laughs> she, she, if she ugly, she don't need two masks. If, right? she, if she awful teeth, she don't need two masks. But it is just, this is what makes her feel better. She knows that she's not really at any great risk. She didn't say, oh, well, I'm wearing it because, or I'm doing it because I have a granny home and if I catch it and give mm-hmm. it to her, it might be problematic or whatever. No, she just, all of the facts in the world don't make a difference to her because she would just feel uncomfortable if she took it off. So, that's the unfortunate, uh, and unfortunate, yes, because it's dice people. Do what you ask yeah, you yeah, want. Yeah, yeah. It, but, but that's the reality that, you know, and as 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 we see, always say, if that's how you feel, just don't try to impose on nobody else. Don't yeah, try to yeah, force yeah. somebody else to do it, or or get vexed with me and start to be caring. Like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, 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 right. Thankfully, I haven't no, I haven't encountered. I mean, I, I get a couple thing about mass doing this whole thing, but mm. not. I, I haven't encountered many people, many Karens, right? Many yeah, mass Karens. Yeah, because boy, I mean, talk more new next year, right? We just, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, boy, look to flip the switch. Uh, yeah, nah. just a bit off of what we was planned to talk about. I said, they, f- they found, but now it's three bodies dismembered. Yeah, boy. Yeah. Things yeah. in wild, yeah, boy. Yeah, boy. Seem very different s- locations, and eh? Um, but all in essential. Yeah, but different locations, yeah. yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, but the thing is, they, they say two in Kunupia, but next one's in Kunupia, but just in the same area, mm-hmm. right? Um, yeah, that seems real South American-ish now, boy. Mm-hmm. MS-13-ish? Yeah. Well, like Mexican. Well, yeah. but yeah. It's Mexican and Central American, yeah. Yeah, but mm. it seemed a little wild, boy. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know how, how to feel about what's going on here. I mean... Right, I mean... When it comes to crime in this place, you know, we lost a nine-year-old. When I say we, the, the nation, not mm. me, not to, to me be clear yeah. to you, viewers and listeners, I didn't lose a nine-year-old, but the nation lost a nine-year-old boy to what appears to be random shooting in a in a in a parking enterprise. Right, but as, but the thing is, people are trying to say that it was intentional, though. I I mean, I don't know because what they say saying, his his father is on I'm with a charge in jail, mm-hmm. and people feel like is some people are saying that is the in his reprisal. So that's what people are saying. I mean, I I don't know. 
we weren't there. Mm-hmm. I don't know the full story, but people have been seeing people saying nine groups. Well, that, you know, it doesn't make it any better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, you know, but so I say that to say that crime is a depressing, a really, really depressing thing. Um, Except for the and uh, now, if anybody lost their life in the in the drive by in Matarita, I'm sorry because obviously it's <laughs> a very shitty thing to happen. Yes, yes. But that was kind of funny, dog. <laughs> yeah, being honest, there. I, I can't stall in the middle of a drive by. Yeah, yeah. Man, run out the car. But why can't the science holders get it to reverse? Right. Because it it, it is the, the the road look flat. Right. So. How does getting it into reverse use getting it in gear and it can re- why can go forward? I, listen, I I can't I real confused. Yeah. And I was like, and why the driver leave before the man? Yeah, is back? right. The driver <laughs> jump body car. Like, hey, you see this? I done. <laughs> so what the man, man in the back was trying to do? So let me get that more context. Well, again, I'll put a video, but yeah. So some men pull up to do a drive by. A man jump out of backseat, set the blast, running. First he come for whoever he come for. You running the shot behind the man blasting. Run back out, I jump in the car. Time to go forward. Nothing. Yeah. You see, damn, them, damn, the sun and them, but they're no good. <laughs> and you know, um, yeah, boy, time to go forward. Nothing. Did mm. the car go back a little bit? Think, nothing. Mm. I, I mean, what was going on? The driver says, see this? I done. He jumped out the car and he started to run. He bust out. Right? A good while. And a good while. A good while. After a while, I wonder, but wait, not like it was one man. Because why did why yeah. why why somebody I, I try to remember did he jump out from the back or the front? Because maybe 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 it's one man. Maybe I mm. thought he jumped out from the back, but he jumped out from the front. But no, after a while, then you see the the the, the well, we look like the shoot who look yeah. like the shooter jump out from the back and run in the same direction and the driver yeah. running. No, yeah. no, no, he come in front of the car first. Right, yeah, right, he right. In, no, but he eventually ran in the same yeah. direction. But yeah. he, no, the thing is, he jumped in the front of the car. Try to get the car to move again. Mm, yeah, yeah. And he man switch off the lights. There's what yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. like, like, No, no, no. I don't think he. Yeah, yeah. Somebody went in back into the car, in the front seat, yeah, in yeah. the driver's seat, fiddle, and then switch off the lights. Like, mm. no, no, we, listen, don't run on the battery. Yeah. Because when you come back with the car, I don't know, like, what's the thought process? Like, now nah, don't let the battery run on. Yeah. Right? Um, I don't know what the thought process was, but they switch off the lights. Yeah. I don't know if they switch off the car on the whole. Yeah, 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 yeah. And come out and start to run. I was yeah. like, <laughs> okay, okay. Man, you hear about the man who who got uh, his car stolen? He slow long for a bottle. Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy, dog boy. <laughs> but and he real bad luck, yeah, because it it looking like them fellas. Well, he get back the car, mm. so I guess I know. Once he get back in good condition, I guess he not that bad luck. Well, you must be wonder, but I walk or something. Well, I think they came from point. I walk because yeah. he say a man. He meant he meant zoom past. The man crash a car. Oh, so okay. what, what probably happened? They probably went in the pothole. Right. They don't know the road. Yeah. They zoom. They overtake him, run into the pothole and crash the car. Mm. And he was approaching and so long for the pothole. Mm. But when the car crashed, the man jumped out the vehicle. Yeah. And he, you know, so long for the pothole. They showed the picture of the pothole in the paper. Yeah. He, he mong that pothole. Mm. And when he so long, the man and them draw guns and tell him, come on, the car. And they take the car and go on. So this is on the reach up, I mean. Well, they wanted to escape from wherever scene yeah. they was on. You know? And, but they say they found the car abandoned somewhere in Princess Town. Yeah, so yeah, them fellas just trying to, to, uh, to get out. You know? Uh, no, the shitty thing in that, of course, because yeah, he got back his car, but I tell anybody to have a gun pointed at you. Mm-hmm. It affects your psyche. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, obviously, it affects 
plenty people in different ways. Mm. But I some not live it, you know. I, mm. I've had that and opportunity, yes. I've had that experience mm. twice in my life. And I mean I was younger and much more fearless to put it to, to put it like that. And probably I my upbringing might have been different to plenty of people in that but I've had that experience and still be traumatized all now. I think it might have hardened me a bit. Um but it, it could really be a, a shitty experience. Well, I know what would what would have been on his brain is because of a B12. Yeah. So yeah. you know you were not no, no full no comprehensive. Theft, no theft, yeah. no fire and theft on that. Yeah, yeah. So they take your B12, he, he might be saying, Oh God, boy, I know car again. Yeah, I start from scratch. <laughs> I from scratch. Yeah. But he, he I you know, lucky luckily, as I say, once his car was in good condition. Like, but then again, if you go water car after, you mm. know, what them fellas do in the car or what is getting away from, or you know what I mean. But at least he could sell it. You know, he, yeah, if yeah, he had to do something else, he could he could at least sell it. He still have it. He's still in possession of it. But man, just slow down for a pothole, you know, bro. Just for a pothole. Talking talking about this car thing, right, dog, but um I, I realized my my car decided to to partner up. I don't know if they're partnering up with PNM or UNC, but it partnering with somebody mm-hmm. because my hybrid battery decided to play real mad. Mm-hmm. Really, real mad. So now I'm going way more gas. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right, right. So yeah. you want to play mad? No, when I have to pay more for gas. Right, right. Yeah, yeah. Who yeah. is this? Yeah. I don't yeah. know who you're, yeah, because, I mean, it hurts any PNM because there's more subsidy money they have to spend mm-hmm. when I have to put more gas in my car. Mm-hmm. So I don't know who you're working with and who you're working against. But see, for whatever reason, you're working against me, partner. Mm-hmm. Right? This hybrid battery in this thing. Um, I don't know. I, it's not working out. It's not working out at all, boy. So what are you saying? I am. I will tell anybody you now after having the experience. And when I bought the car, I bought the car with the intention. I bought a cheap hybrid for one. Um, because when I bought that car at a job, um, <laughs> where I could have gotten a loan and probably mm. gotten a loan for a more expensive one. Mm-hmm. But I bought a cheap one because I wanted to try it out and see what the experience would have been like. Right? I am one of those people, um, you know, sometimes in tech, you call it the early adopters. I'm willing to buy things early to test the tech and test the, you know, the technology in it and whatnot. Um, I think those batteries still too expensive for the average man to say that that is the way they want to go. Um, one of the things that damages those batteries pretty easily is heat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we live in a hot country. Mm-hmm. Um, so where... But I never understand that though, eh? because I don't know of, you know, Australians complaining that their vehicles... You know, because that's always the excuse I hear, you know, mm. the, the terrain in Trinidad and the wherever, wherever. Because how we, it's not that the cars, we get lemons, but it's because the terrain here is so harsh to the vehicle. Dog, the, in Australia, it's a gazillion times hotter than here, you know. Well, you the, know, the, the in, thing in, is... In the, in the Middle East, they have electric vehicles. Them, them batteries just burn out. Or them, they must have over 40 degrees temperature. But if you live in a hot climate where summer temperatures regularly hit triple digits Fahrenheit, that's the upper 30s Celsius, or as a Brit, that's too damn hot, buying an electric car with a passively cooled battery pack like the Nissan Leaf or Volkswagen e-Golf isn't a smart move, unless you know for sure you've got somewhere cool to park it and charge it. Even then, you're better off with a car with liquid cooling. Well, the thing is, I, I mean, I didn't do the research across it to see what it's like, but compared to like Japan and the States, they still get more life out of their batteries than we are here. And generally here, but if you live in Arizona, any states. So for those who ask about buying a Nissan Leaf in Arizona, well, I wouldn't do it. While I love the first generation Nissan Leaf, 
We own one right now and it's the second leaf we've owned. I know that subjecting its battery pack to extreme summer heat without active cooling would kill the battery pack far more quickly than I would like. And Arizona's hot all, all year long. I mean, even in the, in the winter, it's cool a little bit, mm. but Arizona is stinking hot. You know what I mean? Nevada, stinking but hot. But as I say, I didn't do the research in the, every state individually, mm. right? Um, but what they cater for like 10 years out of our battery in the states, generally, because obviously, as I say, we specify in the areas. In Trinidad, we're looking like we just get seven or eight years out of our battery. <laughs> I had to find out if it's different in the Middle East because. Like I say, I, I mean, I, I'm not, I don't know big experts, mm. so I can't say, well, I've researched it and heard mm. people in the Middle East complain or not complain. But I just find it strange that, because we have, we, yes, we are a hot country, but they are much harsher, much harsher climates than but we I, have here. But, and, but what kind of, um, even I, I follow some people in Australia who in the car culture, and I have not seen much, um, hybrid vehicles with, the, with them. Well, and, well, I know in the Middle East, they have mm. a lot of electric vehicles. Right. Right. Electric vehicles is the way that they're going. Mm. And it would be problematic if it was some if it was that their terrain. But the thing is, I'm not here. Climate would cause I'm not hearing much of the problems with electric vehicles and climate yet. Probably because for one here, you're not coming across much of that yet. And two, I don't know if, if the technology might be a bit different for the electric battery uh, compared to well, the Well it should be worse because if it if because the battery would 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 take more load because it's pouring the car individually, right? right? No, no, but here here's the problem. The problem is the charge and discharge. Mm-hmm. Because in while the car is charging, if the car is on, if the battery is, is too hot while charging, apparently that affects the mm-hmm. capacity of the battery. Mm-hmm. In a hybrid car, you know, your car is charging and discharging numerous times just mm-hmm. in traffic from here to tongue. But with electric cars, it's the same thing. But no, they don't really charge that much. The regenerative charging is insignificant, mm-hmm. right? The main charge you will charge when you park up somewhere, if you go buy a supercharger, you go buy a charger, or you park up at home charging, mm-hmm. probably you park up at home charging at the end of the day, mm-hmm. at the cooler time, at the, the cooler temperature in the day. Mm-hmm. And that probably gives you give you some sort of help or some sort of relief. It's best to avoid charging and storing your car in a hot place. If you can find a shady parking spot or a cool garage, that will certainly preserve the life of your battery. Unless you know for sure you've got somewhere cool to park it and charge it, even then you're better off with a car with liquid cooling. Compared to it, keep charging and discharging, keep charging, discharging in traffic, in the heat, car barely getting movement barely any air passing through anywhere. Other cars use air cooling, where ambient air is either channeled over the battery pack while the car is moving, or forced into the battery pack using fans. Since these systems do not actively cool the air, just rely on the movement of it, they're called passive cooling systems. And as I'm sure you'll know, if air is already warm, it's not going to help cool down a battery pack as much as a liquid refrigerant pumped around in the battery. Probably, probably that is... A party DC, but I, I just think that's one of those things that mechanics just see that they're not really sure about. Welcome to Recurrent. Today we want to talk to you a little about how heat and high temperatures can affect your electric vehicle battery and what to know about buying or owning an EV in a hot place. The most important thing to understand about batteries is that they provide energy from chemical reactions. Even in normal, healthy use of batteries, every time these chemical reactions occur, there is some loss of active material and waste, which is the root cause of regular old battery aging. Heat can age batteries faster than usual because high temperatures increase the rate of chemical reactions inside a battery, including the unwanted chemical reactions that make batteries degrade. Then it had to have a reason because 
any states they just give it 10 years because I'm, I'm, I'm almost certain that they would have lots of hybrid much more of a hybrid vehicles in australia i actually clicked on the article and the article said that the whopping number of electric car sales in australia between january and march of this year that huge number that's double the year before well it's 969 nice cars you might be thinking but rich I don't know how many cars are normally sold in Australia every quarter. 969 might be a lot. Well, let me fill you in, dear internet friend. In the same period, there were 263,000 diesel and petrol cars sold in Australia, which is 263 times more petrol cars sold than electric cars. Mm. Not here, not just electric cars, but much mm. more hype. and. They would have had much more hybrids in the Middle East before electric cars became predominant, right? Mm. They would have been early adopters of it there, and they'd have been early adopters of it in Australia. Mm. So I, 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 I don't want, I can't believe that they, we would have had a greater prevalence of it here than there, right? And so we had to find out if them just complain about it mm. over there too, because but the problem, the thing I, I the, the point I make is that when people say that, I always think that this people act like our oh, climate is harsh. There are much harsher climates on planet that were in well-populated areas. Mm. You know, summers in Japan just get ridiculously hot. Right. Mm. You, you know what I mean? But you can say, oh, well, that's just a few months as opposed mm. to whole year. All right, cool. But Australia is hot all the time, mm. right? Um, the Middle East is hot all the time. I don't know what you'll find in Central Africa, but, you know, but we keep it to those areas because we know those are advanced I don't know if you'd call the Middle East first world, well, you probably would, mm. but advanced economies where they would have lots of those vehicles. So we had to find out if this make a, a, a big deal of that over there. But I think the major issue in it is, is really and truly the cost of the batteries, especially the cost mm. of the batteries here. Um, I mean, in the States, if you want to say it's dollar for dollar, so you pay a thousand and something for a battery across it, like say 2,000 US for a battery, you still have to pay to ship it and pay to clear it. And uh, I mean, if you pay... Car parts, duty, and, and, and VAT on a battery dog. Here, if you pay $2,000 for that, and there's 25% duty, and then um 12.5% VAT, yo, that price here, ridiculous. And then you pay the ship, it, which is a couple pounds, well, I think that was 16 to, 16 to 20 pounds, I think it is, for the sales. Right? The price get real, real heavy on you, quick, here now, boy. Mm -hmm. um, so I think because of that, the batteries being so expensive, I think right now is not the time for it. I think if they could get those batteries no, I still down think, to I mean, I still three, think if, you, if you if you ma if you manage if when you purchase the car, mm. you you use you you bear in mind that you're getting a savings in gas, and you use that to. Um, no, I think I to be to be honest, with you, I think that's unrealistic. I think. It is is idealistic, but it's unrealistic. I think. Well, it's unrealistic. You just you just have a plan. If you don't plan, well, you don't plan. Well, no. Because there, because you the, see, the, 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 there are a lot of circumstances in life. Okay, so let's just say you buy, you bought uh, a aqua because that's where your salary could have reached, right? You bought that four years ago, five years ago. Things would have increased so much that whatever money you think no, you save. No, listen, the, the point, if, what I'm saying is, you're saying don't buy it because it could run into problems. But you are saving when buying it. So saying that you're, because you're talking about the expense of the battery, but the vehicle, owning the vehicle saves you money. So if you choose not to use that money to then buffer the cost or, or to cover the cost of having to replace parts, well, then that's you. But it's still not, it's not unwise to purchase the vehicle. The, the thing is, as I say, one, what you're saying is 
being total idealistic and not realistic. Because when cost of living increase or things happen in life, money to spend. It's not like money to spend, right? That's one. Mm-hmm. So, and the thing is, compared to a regular car, the cost of changing certain things on this car is way more than on a regular car. And that cost could shock you. That cost could startle you. For instance, a water pump for that car is $3,000. That is electric water pump. The, the ABS system that works with the hybrid system is $7,500 brand new. $5,500 used. Anything to do with the ABS on a regular car will never cost that much. Those parts right now are just way too expensive. Even if you're supposed to put that aside, you save a little something and you save a little something. The last you will get from what those cost, those parts cost for a hybrid vehicle right now. If you, if you, if you, if you, any vehicle takes maintenance, right? Mm-hmm. You buy, you put just a roll on, roll off, a brand new vehicle, you'll get bonks for parts quickly, depending mm-hmm. on whatever vehicle you purchase, right? You will get, you will, you will, you will, you, will, you know that for the, in the interim, you'll teach, you're changing just running parts and servicing with the cost of which is basically the same. Mm-hmm. When you start to run into problems, when the car reach of age, and then you start to run into the issues. And what I'm saying is, if you prepare, if you understand that what you are, that you are, I'm not telling anybody to buy or not buy. Mm. What I'm saying is, you are saying not to buy because costs are high. What I'm saying is, you are negating the fact that you are getting a savings from owning the vehicle. If you choose not to use that savings to then cushion the cost of when repairs are required, that's on you. But it's not to say that he, that purchasing the vehicles are in and of themselves, because ultimately we're going to all have to purchase either that or electric, right? Mm-hmm. Which is going to come with e- even greater cost. The completely, completely electric going to come with even greater cost. Because if you think hybrid batteries ridiculously priced, wait till I had to change a, a battery on a Chevy Volt, right? Mm-hmm. And you had to pay fourteen thousand US, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So the 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 we are going in that direction. So it is for you now. To understand that when I owned a regular gas vehicle, I used to have to pay this amount in gas mm. every month. You bear that in mind, and you take that money and save, and you take the the the, the, the savings you're making on the on the gas, and you put it towards when you when your servicing becomes due, when your parts become due, and just like I know, because if if you if you buy a a, a city a Honda mm. city, when you have to buy parts for that vehicle, it will jam you too. Right, but if you buy a Honda City brand new, you know between now and the next five years, you're not. Now, if you get a lemon, that's a different story. Mm. If you get, if you buy an Aqua and it starts to call for a, a pump next year, then then you get a lemon. Mm. But if you get it four or five years out of it before those things need to re, be, need to be replaced, then you should prepare yourself for that 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 um eventuality. And if you don't, the double in the car is my point. You know what I mean? Then, no, you, you see. I feel like I, I feel like I spent on top of more talking to you about this because I mean I don't know. Well, obviously you're not in, in the cars as much as I am because it is easier for you to face the possible or face paying more for gas on a weekly basis or a monthly basis than to be than to face what those costs can be with a hybrid vehicle when that time happens. Right? It might seem. Because it's easy for you to say, well, the extra money, you save it and, and you put it towards that. But the cost, has, they, they are so out of this world. So I'll give you an example. 
let's just say over the the four or five years you're driving a, a foreign news a foreign news hybrid vehicle, you save twenty thousand dollars, right? Over that period of time in savings, right? When that car after four or five years is ready for repair. The repair is going to cost more than twenty thousand well, dollars by far. I, I have no idea, right? Uh, so let me just move on from this. I have no idea. I don't believe so, but I okay, fine. If you say so, then let's, yeah, let's move on. Right? Because I, 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 we talk more speculative and what will go bad and what. Mm. All I'm saying is, if you're buying a car that saves you money, save money and prepare. That's all. Mm. If you don't want to save money and prepare, then no. I, but I, as, yeah, but as I say, there are different things that happen in life that circumstances change. So, bullet for instance, right? So let me get into it. When I bought that car, I was working somewhere and had a, a steady, a steady yeah, but income. Not, but that have to do with the car, right? That's what I'm saying, but that has to do with the, when purchasing the vehicle. So all, all, all you're making a case for is when you purchase, if you are purchasing that vehicle, be mindful that costs are going to be incurred later on and prepare for those costs. And all I'm saying is, you have the opportunity to prepare for those costs because you're making a savings in gas. That's all. You don't want to make those pre- preparations, then that's fine. No, but what I'm saying is that is in an ideal world and an idealistic way of thinking. That's all I'm saying. Because at the end of the day, we never know anybody's circumstance. So you could, as much as they could say, yeah, I saves and they choose not to save. But that could happen with any car. You could, you, you could, you could, you could run into circumstances where you can't fix your car, even if it, if you bought a regular, a regular vehicle, right? So you, if, so the point I'm making is mm. none of that has to do with the car. No, <laughs> Lord, let me move see. on. Let, 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 yeah, let's switch. Yeah, let's switch. Yeah, let's yeah, switch yeah. gears. Well, quite recently, apparently, China had some, they were in some meeting and they were saying that. They have, con- they have gotten full control over Hong Kong. And last night, China's leader, Xi Jinping, said something that has set this entire process in motion. He announced that China have now achieved full control over Hong Kong and that Taiwan is next. Well, and they, 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 they are still... <laughs> they they, well, the way they phrased it mm. when I looked at the actual translation was that they have gotten full control of Hong Kong, but that their the the their the situation or the governance of Hong Kong is fully under the control of the Chinese government, mm-hmm. right? Because and there's a difference because saying they took control of Hong Kong makes it seem as if they have changed some policy mm-hmm. somewhere or they sent troops on the ground or something like that. When it, when what it is, what is it is pointing to in in actuality is just the administrative process through which Hong Kong carries out their affairs or governs their affairs, the Chinese government feel it. They feel they have, they feel they have that so under wraps so, now. So you think it's a feeling more than... No, well, the point, the point, the, 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 the point I'm making is that they didn't change any laws. Mm. They didn't send any troops anywhere. But they feel as if they have control over how Hong Kong governs there, mm. which... They I have feel, more influence over it. Right. Mm. And which I feel is, in translation, in layman's terms, is we have the people in place. Right. The, the people who are, who are, who, who, who have administrative control of Hong Kong in Hong Kong's parliament, we control them. Right. Yeah. That's right. our people. Right. Yes. And so, and what they're saying is now they're looking to have that same control or that same influence over Taiwan, Taiwan right. in the near future. Right. Um, NATO is, NATO has said that they, they regard, um, they regard Taiwan as a non-member state, a NATO, well, a NATO affiliated state. Uh, yeah, right. right. So they're, they're not a member state, but they're, they're NATO affiliated, right? Yeah. Um, and that if they if they do try, things get a while. No, um, that, but that is why I pointed out that there's a difference between they've taken control mm, 
and influence. Uh, exactly. Mm. Exactly. Because people are taking it to mean that they definitely mean well they're going to invade China. Right. Invade Degree. Taiwan. Mm. But it may not mean that. Mm. It may mean that we are going to take steps to ensure that the administration of those islands is to our benefit. Right. Mm. Right? That, and that's more that's more likely where I feel they, they, they're going, at least at first. Right. Right? Um, so the thing is, but amidst all of this, apparently Joe Biden, well, I, I mean, I don't know how true this is, right? No, I've uh, heard a lot of people say it online, where he told people who are working in certain industries in China, mm-hmm. is either you resign, you, you walk, or you lose your citizenship now, right? Mm-hmm. The Biden administration is forcing American workers in China to quit their job or lose their U.S. citizenship. Also, every American executive and engineer working in China's semiconductor manufacturing industry resigned yesterday, reducing China's chip manufacturing to zero overnight. Remember, semiconductors are essential for things like cars, phones, computing, healthcare, military systems, clean energy, and countless other operations. Well, um, I try to find confirmation apart from that jack cameron the name of the guy who support who supposedly reported it on twitter right mm. i haven't found confirmation of it in any other news report but it's not it is something that was suggested in the past that if the chinese government continue to saber rattle with respect to um stealing um intellectual property from the u.s and mm. from other western countries that a way to retaliate would be to um to Pull Western assets out of their semiconductor industry right. over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, in people, right. yeah, assets, yeah, people yeah. involved in that industry over there. So that's what has been. It, it's claimed in that report that they have they ordered recently. But I, because I, that I, I, I mean, as much as I understand how that, I could, I could see that being kind of that message be sent subliminally or hinted at mm. by real car. See Biden. In his non-senile moments, telling people on that way, like no, I, I, I don't think he, 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 he did anything. Yeah, 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 yeah. The White House would have yeah. issued the the edict if that was the case. Um, I don't think he, you know, mm. um, called anybody personally. No, no, I think, but I can't see him coming up with that. Mm. And you feel like I also come up with something like that blatantly, like blatantly. Well, as I said, that has been discussed as a, mm. a way to retaliate to, to Chinese, um. To actions that the, the, yeah. that the Chinese, the, they believe the Chinese government are undertaking that aren't within Western interests, that are harming Western interests. They have, they mentioned that as a way mm. of dealing with it before. So it's not like he had to come up with that, yeah, right? Mm. But so national security strategists would have told him, hey, well, this is a way to, to deal with the, the, you know, to preempt what China may be doing mm. with respect to moving on Taiwan. So that, because ultimately, if Taiwan, because the whole idea being, idea is that, you know, Taiwan is a country that is a place, I should say, uh, whether it's a country or not. <laughs> a, I don't want the mm. CCP to send people after me. So let's say it's a territory, mm-hmm. right? Um, that has, a, there's, you know, all, most of the, the, the materials, the raw materials that are used to make those semiconductors and other chips that would be used in electric vehicles and all those things. Mm. Um, a lot of it is mined in Taiwan and, and produced in Taiwan. Yeah, yeah. So and cell phones and stuff as well. Right. So if China were to take control of th- them, then it would mean they could really hold a lot of the cards in their hands with respect to technological development around the world. Mm. 
if they could make sure, hey, these semiconductors that are produced in Taiwan don't go anywhere else but where we want them to go. So, I mean, we watching this year all out on fools while Ukraine and, and Russia seems to be getting a bit wild as well. The situation with the gas, with the pipelines where mm-hmm. there are three explosions. Yeah. Uh, no, she one. Um, and two. Two blob two? Yeah. And one of, them ba- one of them is back up and running. Okay. Yeah. And the thing is, people trying to insinuate is America, mm-hmm. you know, responsible for that. Uh, I would hate to think so. And I would... I would I w- hate to think so? Yeah, boy. Why you'd hate to think so? Because I do think I want um, Putin to, to feel like... So you think Putin feels like... It, Putin doesn't feel as them? The, these... The, the US government said... The, the President Biden mm-hmm. said that if Russia invades Ukraine... Yeah, yeah. They, they will stop the pipeline. They, yeah, they will stop the pipeline. Right? Right? Since, I believe, if you go back as far as Condoleezza Rice, she has been talking about, you know, making sure that Europe doesn't end up dependent uh, on, on Russian energy. Yeah, but I mean, energy. even things say that, all, right? Um, even Trump said that, all, nobody take them serious then, I mean. No, well, he was advising Germany not to yeah. go through with that. But once the pipe was finished and could be up and running, the only way to stop it would be to... And as you would know, when he said that, he was asked by a reporter, but how are you going to stop it? Mm. The, the pipeline is under Germany's control. I was like, you know, you, you're you not German. Mm. You can't, you know what I mean? And he said, no, we're going to stop it. So w- Russia would think somebody else was involved. But I want him to think somebody else was involved. I don't think Because that. I don't want it to get wild that way. You understand? I, mm. I really don't want it to get, to get extreme that way. Mm-hmm. And... Well, no, I, I, I don't think that that's something that the Russians didn't factor in that might happen, that might take place. Mm. And I mean, listen, so I'm pretty sure that unless they did it themselves, which is what Russia is insinuating, um, what America is saying, that Russia had to be the ones. To, yeah, to, that, he, he blew up his own pipeline. Yeah. He's a madman, right? Um, <laughs> but, um, I don't know how much sense that would make. I could, he could turn off the tap, which mm. is what he did. So why would he blow up his own infrastructure, mm. right? But they're saying that that is what he, that the insinuated and he did it, right? So unless he did it, then he wouldn't think it's anybody else but mm-hmm. them. So he would already have developed that notion. It's like if you're in an elevator with, you know, the two, and with another person, it's my fart. Mm-hmm. If you know you didn't fart, mm-hmm. then it must be the other person. Well, I mean, I mean, <laughs> so you're not gonna, it's not like, it's not like Putin, he would know if he blew it up himself. So. If you know he didn't blow it up, then who else could do it? Well, probably Poland and them with the next pipeline. Well, yeah, but n- none of that would have happened without America's involvement. Mm. Nobody mm. in Europe was going to do that without America's involvement in the operation. Or America's backing. Or, or, or approval, mm. right? Um, so it's not like if he would not know it's them. But I, I think all of that was, you know, that was catered for. That was expected. Yeah, well, so I hear that. So if you go take that line, no way, or take that, say no. Well, he hasn't. Remember, he's increased the. He could he turn up the heat on Ukraine. Mm. He's starting to get like, hey, play, no, but no, I'm talking about over. them. I'm talking about with America. If you go and push no, back, well, but he's not going to. He's not going to attack them for that. He's not going to physically attack. Mm. You know, he's not going to send missiles over there for that. It's all tactic. Is it? I mean, nobody as nobody wants to annihilate the other or wants to be annihilated. Mm. So everybody's going to be very careful how they react with x or y or z but you know 
I don't think he 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 would launch a nuclear weapon or or engage directly with the US because of that. If however um the US were to put troops on the ground in Ukraine if he as he turning up the heat on Ukraine now and you know it, it, it's kind of looking dire mm. or it could get dire pretty soon if NATO was to decide now nah, they're going to mobilize and you know send troops then yeah then that'll be a different story or if they attack the re- in the in the regions which are now annexed by Russia which are now Russian territory if you know NATO forces or US forces decide to physically launch attacks there then that will you know turn up the heat and it will turn into a world war now mm. but I don't think well clearly the blowing up of the pipelines didn't cause that the only other way is if he did it himself right right and then well the, the I think they blew up a truck on, on the bridge I think the bridge mm. crime yeah? yeah 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 and I think that's when he started to turn up the heat he turned up extra heat on, on, on Ukraine mm-hmm. yeah after that I mean that whole situation right now I don't know how much how much are you all paying attention to it, it Left and right, it's going wild. I think it, it's real important too, to be real careful where you get any information from because there's a lot of information that's saying things about, about Putin. Like, for instance, they say that Putin is hiding. I mean, we see more on the bridge. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you understand? Yeah. Well, that could be a stunt double. Oh. Yeah. Because, you know, they say you have three or four stunt doubles. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. okay. Like Saddam. Yeah. So, yeah. Be out. Yep. <laughs>